You're listening to a CanadianMovieCrew.com production. Moonfall is the story of the moon being knocked out of orbit and falling to Earth. Or is it? Welcome back to the Yours at Movie Podcast, where we try to find the real story behind the story. I'm Derek. And I'm Ian Mark. And today we're taking a look at Moonfall from the Year of Our Lord 2022. Yes, this year. <laughs> and um, there's a number of reasons we're doing this movie for, or is it? Uh, one of them being that this is a Roland Emmerich movie, and that's where Roland Emmerich movies belong. Absolutely. Um, two, it's fucking awful. One of the worst of his that I've that we've done on this show, to be fair. And number three, fuck Roland Emmerich, by the way, because he refused to release this movie in theaters in Canada. Mm-hmm. Guess how we got it. Yeah. I watched it on Amazon Prime, but... Yes. Um, as did I. <laughs> shifty eyes. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. Now, this was, you know, in January when we had our sort of lockdown, it was... Um, you couldn't buy food or drinks uh, in the movie theater in the January of 2022, and you couldn't, and you could only have 50% capacity. Yeah, we saw a couple of movies. Some of the ones we reviewed, we did no snacks and just yeah. had to go when we when we could because it was 50%. Yeah, but he thought that this would drastically um, lower the buy rate for moonfall which doesn't make any sense anyway because even if it's only 50 percent 50 percent is still more than nothing yeah yeah he'd yeah he'd rather get no dollars than like half of the normal dollars i should say this is ontario not canada sorry this was only in ontario a a, a Um, swath of canada yes but didn't he didn't he just boycott the whole country though because of it like eventually yeah yeah, so he said, I want zero Canadian dollars instead of some Canadian dollars. Yeah. Because it's not as many Canadian roll, dollars roll that I, I thought I would get. Well, yeah. fuck you, eh? Yeah. So, uh, welcome to the show, Patrick Wilson, John mm-hmm. Bradley, Charlie Plummer, Kelly Yu, and Carolina Bartzak. And we can welcome back to the show Michael Pena from Fantasy Island. Halle Berry from Catwoman. Uh, Halle Berry, we did not do Catwoman on this show. I feel but like she we is, should have. She, we tried. <laughs> I think we tried, and it was oh, just—it was one, one of those ones? where we just couldn't make it work. Yeah. But she is a welcome back. Do you remember what movie? Oh God, I thought I had it from uh, Catwoman. Um, no, not Catwoman. You would think it's from Catwoman. But yeah, it's not yeah, from Catwoman. Yeah. If I if I wasn't on this show, oh wait, no, I am on this show, I, and I still think it was Catwoman. Yeah. Uh, Refresh my memory. It's been 12 the years. The Flintstones. Oh, that's right. She, right, plays, right, 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 right. she plays Sharon Stone. Yes, a, a femme fatale. Sort of. She's the business yeah. cohort of whatever the guy's name is that plays the boss. So. Uh, okay, yeah. Still this looking one... fantastic, though, in this one. I got. Oh, I yeah, mean, sure. Great. That's never up for debate and, here. So. And trying so hard. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, her, her and Patrick Wilson are trying so hard in this movie. And these are two actors I actually like. Like, I don't, you know what I mean? Like, Patrick Wilson. I want Patrick Wilson, by the way, and I Bob Odenkirk. I don't know Patrick to... Wilson. Con- the Conjuring? I hated The Conjuring, and I had never saw okay. any of the sequels, so. Well, that's where he's from. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I know. But I, I like, I want him and Bob Odenkirk to play, like, brothers in something. And what was that fight movie that he was in? Oh, the one, uh, Bob, yeah. Bob yeah. Odenkirk. Yeah, 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 that one. I want Patrick Wilson to play his brother in something. I don't know. That could be... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and Donald Donald, Donald Sutherland, too, is in this movie for a hiccup. He's in this movie. I know. What a weird, weird appearance <laughs> by him in this. We'll, we'll get to it because fucking weird. Actually, I don't even it. know where it is. Let's let's just talk about it now. She goes to, um, she goes to look up some information. Some she goes to like, information. like yeah, some super secret NASA archives, and this guy shows up and says, "You and he, you don't want to do that." <laughs> he's like, "You don't want to do it. that. What are you doing here? You don't have clearance." She says, "Yes, I do." And he goes, "Okay, well, I'm gonna go shoot myself." So. Yeah, he goes and blows his brains out. End of roll. Yeah. Because apparently, like, like uh, uh, whatever. Okay. He's like, you think that we didn't, the, the all the all that time that we said we couldn't communicate with, with NASA, that's the real story? No, it's aliens, of course. Spoiler alert. Yeah, it's aliens in this movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Roland Emmerich. So, so we begin in the movie Gravity. Yeah. Their version of it. Yeah, and they get attacked by Venom. They kind of just get attacked by. Yeah, well, yeah, they get attacked by Space Venom. Yeah. Yeah. Who's from space? So yeah. Yeah. They get attacked. Yeah, like by Ven- symbiote, Venom, yeah. but without all the charm of Tom Hardy. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's just an amorphous blob hits him in the face. So uh, either either Venom or Galactus from that from the shitty Fantastic Four sequel. The Fan Four stick. No, no. Or Rise of the Silver Surfer. That Rise of the Silver Surfer. Yeah, that's why I said the shitty sequel. Yeah, I had to be specific. He wasn't that black. He was more colorful in that movie. It oh, doesn't yeah. really matter, but it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> that's fucking Galactus. Are you kidding me? Anyway, sorry. Rant over. Um, so. Yeah, so it takes down the thing, and they get destroyed, and... Okay, I'm sorry, but... <laughs> so, Patrick Wilson and Halle Berry are in, are in space, and they survive. Along with Chet. Along with Chet, who's, who dies in this movie. Yeah. Um, they come down to Earth, and they tell them, hey, this had black shit came out and attacked us as if it was, you know, physically trying to attack us. And they're like, no, 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 no. You're lying. I'm like, would people have seen something on some kind of monitor somewhere, on some kind of satellite relay? Yeah, yeah. And and so NASA, who's exploring space, <laughs> yeah. that's their one job, Yeah, won't believe that something... From said space, hit the spacecraft and caused all this thing, this whole thing to go haywire. No, no, it's operator error. Yeah, like they chalk it up. What to did they like, say it was? Was it was it operator error or was it like negligence or maybe sabotage? Like 
They throw they throw Patrick Wilson's character. His name's Brian. They throw Brian's name through the mud, even though he apparently he he manages to land the craft without any of his instruments or computer equipment or whatever, and he and- he. La- he lands it without blowing it up, and which is supposedly not supposed to be able to be done. He does it, and he's a jackass. But weren't there cameras on the outside of the I, ship? Aren't yeah, there I, always cameras? I thought there was cameras everywhere, yeah. And it's not like this is a mission from, like, 1969, where maybe they wouldn't have them because the cameras were huge and way yeah. too much. This is from, like, oh, it's about five years ago. Or 10, 10 years, I think, isn't it? It's like, don't they say it was like 2012 and then it's 2022? Uh, like that. 2011. Like 10, 2011 to 2021? Like, I know it's like a 10-year jump, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, and then 10 years later, so yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, it's sorry, it's been a few weeks since I've seen this movie, so. Um, but yeah, so he does the impossible and then he's labeled, uh, an, an, uh, you know, and now basically, basically, yeah, I'm surprised he wasn't arrested for treason somehow, you know. So in this movie, the crazy conspiracy theorist John Bradley, he sees that the moon's orbit is getting closer. Yeah. Um, and eventually NASA figures it out, too. And uh, Halle Berry, Halle Berry has... Uh, a thing in this movie where she just says things and <laughs> it's always true. Yeah. Um, this, however, is not one of them. She says that with the moon getting closer to us, um, months won't be as long as months usually are. Time is going to shorten. No, no. Time is a human concept. And a human construct. It's based on time. Time has no basis on the moon. Yeah, it's wherever it the is, moon is doesn't affect time. No. Now, I think what weren't they trying to say something like the seasons would get shorter because of the moon is going to get closer, or like it's going to? I think that's what they were trying to refer to. Because our calendar, our calendar is based on the rotations of the moon. Yeah, but she said, like, a month is not going to be as long as a month. I was like, no. No, it is. Just a lot of fucked up shit's going to happen within that month. Yeah, yeah it's going to be a shitty month. Yeah. Yeah. So they have three weeks. Well, yeah, and, and not to mention, we, we base our day on the on us revolving around the sun. Yeah. Not the moon. We not don't base the moon. Our, our, we don't base our hours and days, so you can still count 30 rotations. Yeah. Of it, us, it has you know, nothing to do. It has yeah. nothing to do with the moon. The tides, yes. Yeah, the seasons. You know, the uh, seasons. The, the, the month. Probably. The month, yes. Like we, you know, 30, 30 days, and here comes the moon again in full. Yeah, like that's, well, what, that's basically but how that's they just the where the moon is in relation to the sun. That's all that is. Yeah, that's and and that's if it stays in its own orbit. Now that it's out of orbit, that's not going to change. That's obviously going to ch- well, it's going to change because it's falling towards. the doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It doesn't affect time. That's the point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. You're not just um, all, gonna, all of a sudden going to start aging faster. Yeah. And so the conspiracy theorist in this movie says that the moon is a man-made planet-sized structure 
made to capture and harness the power of dwarf stars. So it's a man-made moon-sized structure. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Not a planet size. Obviously. Thank you. Otherwise, the moon would be bigger. <laughs> and he's right. How? As it turns out to be right. Look, conspiracy theorists can say a lot of things. They can make up a lot of things. Mm -hmm. Okay, and they can try to back up whatever they want. How does this guy get it right? This one, yeah, like you've never been to said moon. No. How would you know there's anything in there? The closest he had missed to getting is he almost got a job as a janitor at NASA. At NASA, yeah. Yeah. So, but he believes it and he has seven or eight other people that are the brightest minds in the world. <laughs> just because they believe his conspiracy theory of megastructures. Yeah. Okay. Fine. So anyway, Patrick Wilson realizes this is going to happen, and so he, for some reason, goes to see this guy because he figured it out. Okay, yeah. he figured it out. So? Yeah, what's he going to do about it? I'm pretty sure NASA's going to figure it out eventually. Go to NASA. Well, yeah, ne neither of them are basically welcome at NASA, so I don't know how that's supposed to work. Yeah. Right? It's not like so, and and so unless NASA figures it out and the government hatches a plan here, so what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like you're going to go up in your own spaceship and solve this problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. If he, if he was like, if this was an Elon Musk conspiracy theorist, who's like, that's okay, we'll uh, take my ride. Uh, well, the blow, the sloppy blowjobs they give to Elon in this fucking movie. <laughs> yeah. Now I get okay, now this was made and released all before this whole Twitter thing came out and all before Elon basically became the bane of the media's existence in today's society, but Yeah. Okay, sloppy blowjob on Elon all the way through this movie. Especially from John 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 Bradley, who's just like, I love Elon. In Elon we trust. What would Elon <laughs> Musk do? Yeah, yeah. W W E D, you know. Yeah. All right, so they meet in the hotel, um, and and okay, and um, uh, Patrick Wilson has a son who's been arrested for joyriding with no license, and then in a chase, in a police chase, and his ex-wife is now remarried to Michael Pena, who owns a Lexus dealership, and he's rich. There, I've caught you up. Yeah. On all this side story that doesn't need to be in this fucking movie. But for some always... reason, it's in every one of his movies. Oh, they always have to have some kind of family with young children put in danger because of the end of the world. That's the Independence Day stripper mom with a family. Heart of gold, yep. right? Yep. She's trying to survive. John Cusack's family from 2012. Yep. Uh, you got, uh, was it Gyllenhaal and... and um, uh, that was the school trip, yeah. What? But no. But it was his. His dad is now gonna like trek yeah, across his dad frozen New York across to, it, yeah. to go to go save him because he was in the know. Yeah. Um, who played? Who played the dad? It was uh, that was um, like great guy. Like, but uh, oh, De Dennis? No, 
Yeah. I want to say Dennis Haysburg, but that's not right. No. <laughs> Dennis Quaid. Quaid. I knew it was a Dennis. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so, okay, so blah, 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 and so he goes to the hotel where the conspiracy theorists are hiding, and then just all of a sudden the waters start rising because the tides are rising and they're in California and they don't think to get it the fuck out of the state. Yeah, especially, yeah, they, they're all in the know. Why don't they have this meeting in, I don't know, Oregon? Yeah. No, not even Oregon, sorry, Montana. You Montana, know, like, yeah, get the hell out of there. Yeah, yeah, let's go, let's go inland. But they said, okay, nope, guys, go up to the top floor, because this is Minecraft. <laughs> and when the tide takes out the bottom floor, the other floors are just going to float in midair. <laughs> you fucking moron. Yeah, sadly, the safest place was on that big yacht that came through, I think. <laughs> yeah. At least it's seaworthy. <laughs> like, okay, so they... I think I missed a big thing here. Um, well, Halle Berry, meanwhile, is starting to suspect shit. So she goes, she's got her own personal drama because her ex is a high-ranking military official with the Department of Defense. Yes. Uh, so they were like a power couple, right? She was like a, a, a hotshot NASA astronaut. He's, you know, high up in the military. So there was... And she's this... now the deputy director of NASA. Yep, and then the Who director quickly once he takes finds, over. Once the director finds out the moon is falling, he's like, "Well, you got a promotion." I was like, "Wait, what?" It's <laughs> yeah. like I'm going to be with my family. I don't want to be in this fucking movie. See ya. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, that guy's got the right idea." Um, but but so imagine his face. You know, the day after when he goes back to work or tries to. Uh, so the moon didn't fall. Um, so can I just direct again? Or <laughs> yeah. is that Hallie? We cool? Or <laughs> sorry, J- Jacinda? We cool? So I don't think uh, we officially filed those papers. Yeah, uh, we'll have to check with HR. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh! You thought I was serious? <laughs> no, no, no! Give me my badge. Yeah, I, I, I'm pretty sure a verbal. Promotion does not stand unless we have something in writing. Yeah, I, I didn't really tenure my resignation in writing per se. Yeah, did you get the memo? Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't follow proper HR protocols, so... Yeah. Give me my badge back. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, so John Bradley's at NASA. He's waiting with the two NASA scientists, and they're calculating um, so, how so- long... So far, sorry, Halle Berry's deputy deputy director, John Bradley, basically uses Patrick Wilson's character to get into NASA. That's all he yes. is. Yeah, because they're you know because Brian and Jacinda were you know partners in that flight. That's all. That's all he needs Brian for is to get his foot in NASA's door. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. Um, and so they say that the um. <laughs> John Bradley figures out, you should call him by his character name, Casey. Casey, yeah. Um, Casey figures out, hey, because the moon is falling to Earth, its weight is actually uh, increasing because of the increased gravitational pull on it. Mm-hmm. Therefore, it's going to start falling faster than we currently have it projected. 
Shouldn't most scientists... Thank you! NASA have already figured that out? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, shouldn't... Besides that, don't they have satellites fucking measuring that in real time? Yeah, or and or getting knocked out by said phenomenon. <laughs> yes, thank you. Yeah. Like... It's like, oh, if we just turn our satellite, we can see the rate of speed is on here. Shut up, John Bradley. I don't care if you were in Game of Thrones. <laughs> I liked you then, but don't, not so much now, you know? Don't you have a bastard child to go take care of? <laughs> Keep secret somewhere? Um, I know, like his view of NASA is like when they when they lost the, the you know the Mars rover, or if they it'd be like, what happened? Uh-huh. You know what I mean? If they, if they lose a rover, it's like I don't know, something happened. It's like, is the moon falling? Yeah, I guess I don't know. Yeah, sure. I don't know. They're just guessing. They're just guessing. Yeah. So, so well, it looks awfully big. Yeah, it must be falling. So they come up with this cockamamie plan. To send up a decommissioned spaceship, well, space first shuttle. They, first they do an actual spaceship, like one that's commissioned. Oh they yes, send, that's they right. send it up. They send up a man crew of young hotshots. Yes, or deadbeats. I knew that's, this wasn't going to work because none of the main characters were on it. That's right. Yeah, they weren't on that. Yeah, none of them were on that flight. Oh, they're dead. Spoiler. <laughs> yeah, they're all dead. <laughs> <laughs> They could this have put that in the trailer and be like, meets. well, those guys are dead. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's like say, sending out uh, uh, non-commissioned officers into the battlefield in a movie. None yeah. of your main characters are them. They're all going to die. Should have uh, should let you know, and all of these guys underneath their spacesuits wearing red shirts. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. When did NASA change to red colors? Not for this mission. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so they come up with this cockamamie scheme to they have this decommissioned uh, space shuttle fly up, and they have a rover attached to the back of it. A drone, essentially. A drone, essentially, and they're going to set off an EMP bomb because they figured out that the uh, alien force is technological, but also alien. Because I think it has something to do with the moon while it's falling actually starts sort of correcting itself a little bit. Yeah, so well, they... are like, oh, there's an engine in there. Yeah, they... The, our two heroes initially go up and they get a picture of the hole and they send the drone down. It is 25 meters or 25 kilometers down. I don't really know what they got out of that. I was kind of confused when it came to what was on the thing because they kept cutting away from it to, to, go, to go tell the useless human, the human stories back on Earth. Yeah. Like with the son and the daughter and the daughter's, the son's, uh, her son's daycare worker? Something, Question mark? Something. The Asian chick? Yeah. Um, oh, when, yeah, when, when you, as Michelle, yeah. Yeah, Kelly Yu. She's a, I guess she's a singer. She goes as Kelly Yu. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know. 
So they decide that they're going to shoot this up, and so they're going to go up with this EMP, and they're going to set off the EMP, and that's going to kill it. And somehow, magically, oh, yeah, she says, well, she doesn't say that until later, later, but later she gets on the actual thing, and she says, I have a feeling that there's two forces here, one that's working for us and one that's working against us. And she's right. Yeah, yeah, that's what you were saying earlier. She just says stuff. She just says stuff that just saves the movie a whole bunch of time. Nobody ever asks why or how the fuck did you know that. Or why did you come up with that? She just says it. Yeah, and it, and it, it, it remains that kind of ill-defined. Like, we don't necessarily know what the alien, the bad alien wants. Yeah. And we never meet like, the good aliens. We just kind of le- meet the tech they left behind? Question. Yeah, like, like back in NASA when she goes off and this whole time is going to be thing. No, she just immediately says... Society is going to melt down, and this is going to be apocalypse on Earth. And then cut to everyone looting. Yeah, 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 exactly. Because Halle Berry deemed it to be so. <laughs> Our Lord and Savior. The yeah, whatever. Uh, okay, so they have trouble getting up because, of course, they do. Why would they? This is a Roland Emmerich movie. Nothing ever goes as planned. Um, and one of the engines shuts off because that's, because that happens. Sure. It's an old ship. <laughs> you yeah. know, whatever. Um, so they say, and I'm now quoting the increased gravitational pull should give us a boost. No, no, <laughs> like, no, I'm like the moon is no longer spinning in orbit and therefore has no gravitational pull. That's why it's falling. Yeah, you determined it's hollow. Yeah, if the moon had a gravitational pull, the Earth would be pulled out of orbit, but even that's not possible because the Earth is bigger. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. Now, and not to eventually, mention you're, you're in space. That's all the inertia you need. Now, eventually, this kind of makes sense because as we later find out the earth, the moon is holding within itself a dwarf star which would contain its own gravity yes okay but she doesn't know that yet no <laughs> you can't just and and at this point the moon is causing gravitational waves oh yeah do like do you remember in the core um, where the sunlight was get so hot, it would start melting cars and melting things. But it was like a single beam that was just like moving across the bridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These, yeah, these a, yeah. gravitational waves, quote unquote, that just sort of pick things up and put them down as, yep. they, as it goes through. No rhyme or reason to it. There's no cool looking, yeah. There's no exp- there's no logical explanation for no, why whether being like a gravity not. wave. It, 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 yeah, it's weird. It's, uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, interesting effect, but sure, interesting visual. And by the way, if you're if you're trying to outrun a massive gravitational tidal wave, don't get out of your car and look at it. Yeah, yeah. Well, that can be said about every Roland Emmerich movie. There's some sort of phenomenon. <laughs> That's very true. 
that you really happening. shouldn't stop and get out of your car to look at. Don't get out of your car and just look at go. It. And then it's aliens, wait until the very last second to get back you know, in your it, car and drive away. Whether, whether it's aliens on your ass, uh, a, a giant tidal wave, or it's going to get a little chilly, you know, in a, yeah. in a moment. Like don't don't get out and look at. Oh no, the snow's coming. Like yeah. <laughs> Oh, look, that freeze is coming in. Um, so just after the after the first space shuttle goes up and it and it's it doesn't work. Venom gets it. Um, yeah. This is before they go up the second time. Halle Berry gets on the thing and goes, okay, everybody, go home. Go see your loved ones. <laughs> and then like five minutes later, she gets the idea, hey, wait a minute, we can use this other one. Oh, no, all my crew is gone. Like, they all took off like they were in a cartoon. Yeah. You know? Like, like okay, guys, go home to be with your family. Close door. You know? Like they all took <laughs> off, you know? In my mind, as soon as they said, you can all go home, they just jumped on Brontosaurus next, slid down, said, yabba yeah. dabba do, and we're <laughs> out of here. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Flintstone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have to see Tar Wars, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's the Halle Berry connection. Yeah. Um. All right, so so they figured out somehow that the alien, the bad alien, <laughs> yes, can a good see, alien and a bad alien can see technology. But looks for. Life forces within technology. It's it's it was programmed to seek out um, organic energy plus electricity, and that's how it knows that a human is nearby because humans have electricity. No, yeah. no, when, because because when they smash Casey's phone, the aliens can no longer see him. It's like putting the mud right, on exactly. the face in Predator. Right, right, right. But no, you need both the organic material and the and the electricity for them to know that you're there. Sure, and and you're using what kind of impulses in your brain to come up with that? <laughs> That's what they said in the movie. Yeah, they that's what said I'm that in the movie. That's we what we mean. have yeah. electronic impulses in our brain, do we not? Yes, but apparently not enough. No, apparently not strong enough. No, yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> but it's, it, it, hey, but if your phone is in airplane mode too, it yeah, works. It, it, um, they 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 are like we we need a predator mud on the face moment. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which was a million times better. Just saying, but uh... <laughs> so. Like, okay. We can't, can't even get there yet because there's still things. So we're talking with um, uh, the kid, uh, the son, and the, the Halle Berry's kid. They're driving off. They're going to meet up with his with her ex-husband. And he's going to let them in the door. He's like, call me when you get there yeah. so I can get you through security. Into the super secret you know? military base. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, like he just has to call one of his bros. It's like, hey, man, open the door. Yeah, I know. They're cool. Let them in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just called down to the bouncer and he's like, hey, man, yeah. they're, with, they're with me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're with me. Let them in. Um, 
And the government is going to nuke the moon. I d- because I, d- I, d- I don't d- because of course because that's always the that's U.S. Always, government's yeah <laughs> yeah response to it. nuke what oh what is there oh uh, what, what 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 is oh a giant cold nuke yeah yeah exactly oh, was aliens nuke that one I kind of agreed with I'm like well eventually that worked um, yeah <laughs> that yeah oh no, my encounter ran out nuke you know. Um, but they can't they're not planning on nuking the moon until it enters the atmosphere why yeah and and might I add I don't think think this version of Earth has the the film Armageddon in it which showed us that you need to be able to break up into so many chunks you just indicated that there was enough gravitational pull to pull a space shuttle into space. Yeah. There, there's not enough gravitational pull to pull a couple of nukes up. Yeah, really. Despite the fact that they're rockets to begin with. Yeah, yeah, and and the target's oh, pretty large, might I add. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But okay, so the son gets out of the car and he sees this 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 valley village below. They're up on top of a mountain. And they see this village in the valley um, hidden between all these mountain ranges. And he's like, oh, there's where we need to go. That's Aspen, Colorado, apparently. Mm-hmm. And then he sees a giant piece of the moon come down and strike one of the mountains and which causes an avalanche of rocks to fall down onto this fucking village. And he's like, Okay, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yep, no danger here. I can't foresee any danger here. Oh, and, and aren't they beset upon by bandits at one point? They are beset upon by bandits, and they're also beset upon by a Karen. A literal Karen. Yep. Named Karen, who says, I have a right to protect my land. It's like, lady, it's the end of the world. Yeah. You no care more. about people... It's not going to be much land left to protect, so no. don't worry about, don't worry about like, it. Fuck. So uh, the dude meets up with his stepfather, who is Michael Pena, and they decide that they're going to go down to the... <laughs> He's, he goes to a former customers of his, who sold he sold them a couple of uh, Lexuses, Lexi. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's going to go to their house, steal their Lexus keys... And their tanks of oxygen? Brought to you by Lexus. I, okay. And then they're going to drive to the uh, military compound where this uh, Halle Berry's ex-husband is waiting. Yes, because apparently as the moon gets closer, then the atmosphere will go away. Imagine if it's poking a hole in it, sure. Yeah, it's popping the ozone layer, right? So So, so the Earth need... is basically, while this is happening, the Earth, the Earth is going... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you ever hold the, uh, the mouth of a balloon 
but hold it out and hold it yes. out. Yes. <laughs> the little farting sound. Like, that's where I got that noise. Yeah. <laughs> that's where you're going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Michael Pena turns to the to um, Patrick Wilson's son and he says, can we not spend our last hours on this planet hating each other? And I'm like, where in the entire movie was it ever indicated that you hated each other? Yeah, it's just implied. They've that... never crossed paths until now. No, we never see him interact. We never have. Oh, I hate you, Dad. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, wherever... they never had that. No. Patrick Wilson he... on his first mission up there when we first meet him, he wasn't like, uh, "This is Houston. Uh, we have a message for Brian from his son. Uh, the message reads, I hate you, Houston.' Yeah, out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> uh, and Michael Pena is a dick, so don't ever believe him." Yeah, don't, don't I really like him. <laughs> no, like, fuck. Okay, so now we get to... So Patrick Wilson, they, so they land inside the moon, because it is a megastructure. Yep. Roll my eyes. And they decide... And immediately Halle Berry gets out, and she does her... Yeah, I think... I. I think there's a good alien and a bad alien. Yeah. Unbeknownst to nothing. No reason for her to say that. She just says it. And it happens to be true. I will get on my high horse once again. <laughs> because it happens way too many times. I need a meet your alien scene if you're going to do this. We kind of get it. Because Patrick Wilson gets uh... thrown from the ship and then he goes into... <laughs> The Matrix. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he goes into the white room from the Matrix. You know, you're you're just a battery. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, if they had gotten Lawrence Fishburne to play the alien, better movie. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay, but that's the whole thing. Is they show this flashback of how our ancestors are actually from a distant planet, from somewhere else in the galaxy, and they're so advanced that. Hatred is gone. Everyone gets along. War is a thing of the past. There's no more conflicts. And they invent AI. Yes. And they're so good that they start making colonies on various planets throughout the galaxy so that their race can ultimately survive in case of any kind of mass extinction level event on their home planet. But... The AI that they create becomes sentient. Oh, yes. Becomes self-aware and doesn't want to take orders from what it considers to be a lesser life form, i.e. humans. So it starts hunting down humans on the planet and then wherever they can find them in the galaxy, which is why they're looking for organic material plus electricity because as soon as they get electricity then they're on their way to creating AI and they need to stop that so because they'd be a what threat yeah. but what they're doing is is they're stopping the good aliens which want to create life who live in the moon's megastructure they draw the energy from the yeah the Dyson sphere created around the dwarf star Right, so that they want to destroy that as well. So essentially it's killing two birds with one stone. They're wiping out all human life on Earth and getting rid of the aliens that can create more human life. So what this movie is telling us is that 
the species we know as human, ours, yes, is the result of another alien species, which are humanoids at least, if not humans themselves. Yeah, they were humans who had their own Terminator movie come to life, and that's how we end up being Thank what you. we are. Yeah, and and this is where I wrote down: if the backstory to your story is a better movie than your story, then you're telling the wrong story. Yeah. Go send what? me to that planet. Show Thank me, you. I show me that planet. Show me that AI uprising on a hyper advanced civilization. Thank Where you. Where is that for your science fiction movie? My God. Yeah. No. Instead, we got to worry about you know a father, a stepfather who's worried that his stepson hates him, even though they've never fucking talked in this. We're worried movie. about how many Lexus promotions we're in. Yeah, we're, getting we're in, making you know jokes I mean? about. Putting the Lexus into sport mode and calling it warp drive or warp speed. Yeah, yeah. Fuck off. So, Patrick Wilson comes out, meets back up with Halle Berry and and John Bradley, and says, we have to help the aliens fight off the other bad aliens because they want to destroy us and I know how to do it. And they're like, okay, let's go. I have no questions about this whatsoever. Yep. I assume an explanation is forthcoming, but we don't have time for it right now. Question mark. Yeah. You know, like. Yeah. No, I, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't want an explanation. That makes <laughs> yeah. perfect sense to me. I'm Halle Berry. I'm just going to go with it. Yep. Yep. John Bradley's going to come along because he doesn't know what he's doing. So, and the aliens upgrade their ship and make their EMP bomb better. And it's like, well, why couldn't you just do this? Yeah. They're like, no, we need to lead them away. Oh, oh, and there's a hangar full of fighters, and none of them get deployed. Yeah, none of them get deployed. We don't get to see the cool alien ships in action? Are you fucking kidding me? That's like leaving the Millennium Falcon in the parking lot. Fuck that. No, no, it's not, because how dare I compare those ships to the Millennium Falcon? My bad. Just saying. So, back on Earth, they're like, okay, now it's time to send up the nukes. All right, let's get our double keys working. Yeah, and one of them is Halle Berry's uh, ex-husband, and he won't turn his key. Okay, so he's immediately shot, and someone else will take his key. Yeah, and like. someone else will take the key. No, of course not. He he says, <laughs> I don't know why, but I think she'll be able to pull this off. She's never let me down before. <laughs> That's why she's my ex-wife. Yeah. Had to have let you down at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even <laughs> if you were the son of a bitch that, that caused it all, she let you down by saying, fuck off, you know? It's like... Ta-da! Yeah. Um, so anyway. Uh, so back up in space, John Bradley does the thing where he sacrifices himself to set off the EMP bomb, and he waits until the very last minute to do it. Uh, but don't worry about him. Um, Halle Berry and Patrick Wilson escape, they get down to the planet. That's pretty quick after that, right? Like, the EMP bomb basically works. Yeah, it, it works. The moon moves back to where it's supposed to be. Yeah, the good aliens take the moon back into space, despite the fact that it's been breaking up for the last two hours. Yeah, there's like chunks of Losing moon pieces of it. Yeah. Yeah. 
and and the thing is the bad aliens don't really get into the good aliens so i don't know how it is the moon started unless again it's been a few weeks now but how the, the bad moons... aliens were drilling and then pushing it oh that's how it gets out pushed of orbit. Out. okay okay yeah so without them fucking around, then the moon gets to go back to where it's supposed to be. Yeah, but it takes them 10 years to push hard enough to, I guess, where the moon is out of orbit, I guess. I guess. And this thing, but this thing has its own propulsion system, so it can resist the gravitational pull of the Earth? I fucking guess. It's despite, got its own star, so... Despite... Sure. No engines visible. Okay. So Patrick Wilson comes down, comes back down to Earth with uh, Halle Berry. He gets out. She sees her kid. He sees his son. And then he sees his ex-wife with the two daughters from Michael Pena. Yeah. And basically the wife is like, hey, hey, hey my husband died. Do you want to take on two extra kids? <laughs> yeah. Do you, it's a Merle Nemec movie. We got to try this out again, don't we? I think it's pretty mandatory that we have to get back together at the end of the movie since my husband died, right? Yeah, blended families are in vogue, and I'm not raising these two sons of bitches alone. <laughs> yeah. And then at the very end, we see Casey, who the aliens have scanned his consciousness into their matrix. He's part of the matrix now, yeah. And he sees his mom... And his cat, Fuzz Aldrin. And they <laughs> tell him to get ready. And they, he says, get ready for what? Credits. Yeah. Moonfall 2, The Fallening. God, I hope not. Oh, my God. Well, I got to see how, how did this movie do. While you look that up, I'll give some trivia here. Mm-hmm. Uh, this idea was um, for the the idea for the film uh, came to Roland Emmerich during the filming of Independence Day Resurgence, and it took him four years to write the script. Oh, because yeah, because of COVID. Yeah, because all of that work went into the script. Um, A TV news report shows flooding in Los Angeles and announces that the the U.S. government has called for an evacuation of the West Coast. Uh, No mention is made of the East Coast, where the flooding should even be worse, since the East Coast consistently of large, vast coastal plains, and the land does not rise nearly as abruptly as it does on the West Coast. Right. You have the Rocky Mountains there. It's pretty much going to stop. Yeah, California's fucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. British Columbia is kind of fucked, but you know. Yeah, exactly. Vancouver Island is gone. Yeah. Um, they were talking about how the how to introduce the moon as a character uh-huh. and how it and how it should first communicate with Harper. The moon will speak to our characters through something that they're completely emotionally involved with. So we decided this communication will go through their own thoughts about their family and that this is something we thought was pretty cool, Roland Emmerich stated. Uh, oh, yes. And All of a sudden, the moon was going to talk to them telepathically. And, and sure, appearing as a family member has never been done before. Yes. Yeah. Sure. I came to you in a th- in a 
in a visage you'd be more comfortable with. Yeah, thank you. Yes, yes. Said tons of science fiction movies. Hell, Rise of Skywalker did it because Carrie Fisher passed away. Harrison Ford yeah. came back and said, you know, as your mother's doing, just be- because she couldn't be there for this pivotal scene in yeah, the character. Yeah, and he's not a Jedi. He, th- th- it's, 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 it's her using the Force to conjure him, a visage he'd be more <laughs> familiar with, meaning the guy that you stabbed, <laughs> your dad. Yeah. Like... And that's that's just the tip of the iceberg. I don't know. I, I can't like I've seen it enough times I can't even remember where else I've seen it. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Have you ever seen that? Oh yeah, yeah. There yeah. Get that? yeah, it's like okay, it's such a common thing, I can't even think of an occurrence because like I know what's happened before. It's even in comedies where like the guy will dress up as the Easter bunny. He's like, Yeah, I know how much you love the Easter bunny, so this is what I'm appearing to you as. Yeah, uh, they use it I'm sure they've used it in ghost stories. Oh God, yeah. Uh, oh, where the God, spirits yeah. inspectors appear in a familiar visage, like mom, dad, whatever, you know, yeah, yeah, an ex-wife or something like that, or a yeah, dead yeah. Wife. Uh, yeah, or see, you're, you see the phantom kid, you know what I mean, like, the, yeah, 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 oh yeah. Uh, so I'm almost cast in this movie um, to play. That's not right. Um, in the Michael Pena part. Oh, okay. Due to COVID. Stanley Tucci had to step down. Now, I could see Stanley Tucci being a smarmy Lexus dealer seller. You know what I mean? Oh, he did knock it out of the park. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, when he, if he was the one to say, let's turn, let's put this into warp speed and then he turned it into sport mode, I think that would have been funny if it was coming from Stanley Tucci. The Tucci? Yeah. Uh, all yeah. of those lines. Yeah, and unfortunately, no Michael Pena. And it's not. It's, it's not a disrespect to Michael Pena. I just think Stanley Tucci is the only one to, who can make that work. It's. It's like they wrote it for Stanley Tucci. Yeah. And then Pena is the unfortunate guy that has to now be as Tucci as he can be. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. not his speed. Yeah. You know. You can't live up to the Tucci. Sorry. No, exactly. Like I would rather he have just done his guy from Ant Man, honestly, because that is yeah. that is Michael Pena. He made that his own, right? Like that's that kind of smart. He's not the car dealership smart. No, he's like low life felon smart. Yeah. Did you did you find the uh, box office? Yeah, I did. It, it took me a second uh, to find the budget, but I believe uh, according to Ladable.com, I don't know. It's the first one I found. A budget of 140 million. Roughly, yeah. Roughly. Box office Mojo reports a worldwide take of 44.3 million. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. Wikipedia has it as 58.9 million, but still, that's still a if, long way well, off. If this 140 million is even close to accurate, it lost a bunch of money. Yeah, it's only made about a third of its money back. Ball, ballparking even like even if it's exaggerated yeah, and, that's, and that's being generous that's being generous even half is still a loss you know what I mean like yeah yeah um, well oh as a result Moonfall has found itself on a list of famous Hollywood flops which includes Marzini's Moms which cost a whopping one, uh, 150 million and and in a strange coincidence, made just thirty-nine point two million. And Eddie, Mur- uh, the Eddie Murphy movie, The Adventures of Pluto and Nass, which had a budget of a hundred million, and took seven point one million. So, Oof. 
Moonfall is not even that 140 doesn't include the money spent on marketing. So you see, Roland, you could have had a few more of your dollars back. Could have had a few more. Even Canadian dollars. Yep. But you didn't want them. You didn't want them. You didn't want it, so. So we all went out and bought poutine in your honor there, bud, you know? Yeah. No, sorry. We went out and spent our money on Scream. Oh, yes. Five Cream. That was our January movie. Yeah. Five Cream. Yeah. 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 So. Even without popcorn. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. As always on this show, we try to find the real story behind the story. Mark, what have you got? Uh, honestly, this is like, and I, I can't believe I'm saying this, a worse version of Transformers Dark Side of the Moon. Yeah. Because, let's face it, the whole conspiracy with the Lost, was it six minutes or whatever it is when... Yeah. That whole thing. That, so, they actually show us in the Transformers movie, what happens during that six minutes when the astronauts discover Transformers up there. This That's movie true. has Donald Sutherland come out in a wheelchair, tell us, tell, you. tell us we found aliens, and goes and shoots himself. Like, he knows, you know what I mean? He gets a little too meta. Like, oh my God, I can't believe I just did that role. Bang! You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, uh, I mean, the... The whole bad aliens and good aliens, much better done in a Transformers movie because we know the motivations. Yeah. Uh, We even had in in one of them, uh, uh, actually, I believe it's the same one, that Cybertron partially coming to Earth, right, which disrupts everything. Yeah. Done better. Humans. And it doesn't posit a better movie halfway near the end of this movie. Yeah, humans fucked anyway, you know what I mean? Like, it's... Yeah. People, yeah, yeah, like, the the military actually wanting to do something useful instead of just nuke everything. (laughs) Yes. And as an old-school Transformers fan, I, you know what I mean? Like, those movies make me cringe, and even, I would rather go back and watch that than this. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. though that one is a better version of what they're trying to do here. No offense to Wilson or Barry, because hell, I've watched them in a Transformer movie. Now you know, what I mean, why not? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, John Bradley can come along for the ride as the quirky yeah. sidekick, but he can you fight know, with Bumblebee. Annoying. You know what I mean? He he seemed to like he see he seemed to be like he had lines from his own movie that he was just saying in this movie. Yeah, he, he t- you know what I mean. Like he wasn't taking anything seriously until the point where he needed to sacrifice himself. And, but at no point at at all was he taking any of this seriously. Like as soon as he gets into NASA, he's like, "Oh, this is fucking NASA. This is great." Yeah, he seemed oh. he seemed on a personal mission to just prove he was right, and then he didn't yeah. care if the moon fell on him. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, like he's up in space, like going up to kill the alien. And he's taking selfies on his phone. It's like, yeah. I was like, all right. Uh, is that all you got? That's the only thing I could think of this whole time. Yeah. All right. I've got three of them. I've got it. Or is it the legend of Roland Emmerich Majora's Mask? <laughs> okay. Because in Majora's Mask, that's where the moon comes down yes. to destroy yeah. the earth, and you have to go back and come back. Uh, or is it proof that Roland Emmerich wants to just wants to destroy the world, since he has a fetish for it in every single one of his movies? Good God, yeah. Holy shit, this guy's got to... You know what? I bet you he has family problems, which is why he has this. 
Because every one of his movies has the family problems and the world's just fucking over. Yeah. And it's up to one guy to save it all. Yeah. The next movie, um, that guy will be named Roland, I bet. Yeah, probably. Or is it possible proof that Roland Emmerich wants to pee on the entire world? Because if you notice in every single one of his movies, he just buries complete cities underwater. <laughs> all the time. Yeah. Day after tomorrow, Independence Day, this one, 2000, uh, 2020, 2012, the entire movie was based, you know, basically peed all over the world. Like he wants yeah. to drown the world in his own pee and the only way to do that is to make the oceans rise, you know? Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> so, that's how I saw it. Well, that's going to about do it for Moonfall from 2022. Um, I'm Derek. I mean Mark. Join us next time and we'll take a look at the story of a woman who gets drafted into the army, but who is so self-entitled she gets her husband to go in her place. Jada Pickett-Smith stars in G.I. Jane 2. <laughs> Fuck that. Get your movie title out.